Hi, this is Varun Haran. I'm associate editor with Information Security Media Group in Asia. This has been a busy week for many a cybersecurity professional with WannaCry crypto locking ransomware, which is also being called WannaCrypto or WCry, hitting organizations worldwide and propagating in a worm-like fashion, which we haven't seen in a very long time. The ransomware and its variants are exploiting a vulnerability which was originally used by the NSA and then leaked by Shadow Brokers Group in April. Microsoft has since patched this vulnerability via security patch MS17010, but it would seem that organizations around the world have failed to fix the problem in time. Here to tell us more about what they are seeing on the ground and how practitioners need to address this immediate threat is Deloitte's Sri Parthasarathy, who is partner and national leader cyber risk services at Deloitte India. Hello Sri, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Varun, and I uh, appreciate your taking this time. Thank you for talking to me. I, I do agree. It's been an extremely busy weekend. A lot of professionals have been working uh, 24 by 7. So tell me a little bit about Wano Crypto 2.0. What is the extent of the problem, especially in India that you've seen and from the people you've been speaking to the last few days? As I look at the latest attack that you're seeing with Wano Crypto, and I think uh, if you really look at the trending that's been happening, so there have been a variety of these malware and ransomware attacks that have been happening. And off late, I think this has been the latest trend in terms of ransomware itself. And the extent of impact on India, I think is a little challenging in terms of actually calibrating the primary reason for that is essentially there's no proper reporting and essentially people while they are supposed to report these are very cagey about it and do not really want to come out and then I think we as a country need to possibly do a little more to help people come out and be able to report this because I think people are worried not only about their own jobs but they're also worried about their organization valuation. From a trends perspective that is a challenge from an India perspective but I would say this uh, as I I have in the last one to two years had sessions with CISOs, CXOs, CEOs. I think this is a growing topic of discussion. Almost every audit committee, there is a discussion on cybersecurity and specifically as you look at ransomware, off late in the last six to 12 months, there have been specific questions. And when I do ask people whether you're being affected without naming names, I think there are several CISOs who raise their hand. And what are the extent of the damage? I would say is again, a little in the gray area. But if you just look at at what has happened in the last three four days i think there's been a significant amount for paranoia because the biggest challenge in india today is that people do not know what is really hitting them and that is because of the lack of security program and it's interesting you spoke about reporting and i'm hearing this on the ground here as well not even a single indian enterprise has been named as having become the victim of this ransomware but if you look at statistics india is the fourth largest victim in terms of volume so there's a serious reporting problem there wouldn't you say it is a serious reporting problem and i believe unless we really encourage people to report it what is going to happen is we will never learn from our mistakes and because of which what is going to happen is we are going to be in a bubble thinking that uh, India as a country is not getting affected. I would agree in terms of the worldwide trends that you're talking about. I would tend to strongly believe that there are significant number of incidents, but without naming organizations, I can definitely tell you that we are brought into significant number of discussions where organizations are affected. But however, I think it's the fiduciary responsibility of the organization to basically be reporting this. And I think it's very important. So what are some concrete actions that you're seeing in the last two days? There's so much chaos going on. So what are you seeing from industry and government? How well is India equipped to handle something like this? And are we over the worst of it or is there still something to come? 
But if you really look at it right from 2013, you've had crypto locker, then you have CTB locker, you have Sino locker, you have Tesla script, then you have Chimera, you have Loki, you have Samsung, and each of which are not the same kind of malware. There are variations and mutation in these kind of ransomware. They are becoming that much more complicated. People are taking notice right now because previously what may have happened is essentially malwares would have affected their environment and then their IT and security staff would have possibly fixed it. But now when they have to pay up in terms of ransom, in terms of bitcoins or otherwise, they are starting to take notice. And I believe CFOs and others are actively looking at contingency funds or essentially insurance and those kind of things, which will help them protect us. And if I look at it from a segmentation perspective, I do strongly believe that the private sector is in a better shape from a security posture compared to the government and public sector. And just if you really look at what has been the activity in this last three to four days, I think everybody's running scared. And I think there's significant amount of scanning activity that is going on. Those organizations that have been affected are looking at whether they have backups and ability to restore such information. And others are ending night and day scanning and looking at all kinds of information that they have online. So Sri, let's speak a little bit in specific about this ransomware. What are some prevention and detection strategies that have been adopted in the last two days that seem to be working well? What is the kind of behavior to watch out for? What are some uh, indicators of compromise, as you call it? If you look at it, the attack vector is not very different compared to what has happened previously. Uh, essentially, this was going after the vulnerability because of patch not being applied and then that further getting perpetrated using the Windows domain and also a couple of other tools that were openly available. However, I don't think the mechanisms of perpetration have been that very uh, different from what we have seen in the past. So I think one of the first things that organizations need to do is do a complete can to essentially make sure that the ransomware does not exist in their environment or any of their endpoints or device that is one. Second is to make sure that they are applying the right patches on time because this particular patch itself was released in March 2017 and I think it's important for organizations to take some of these particular patches and other security advisories more seriously and apply them within their environment and once you apply it within your environment the next aspect that organizations need to do is to monitor activity which can be what you call as anomaly kind of behavior or data flow which should not be allowed and those kind of things happen only if you have the right kind of tools and talent within to do that kind of a review and then looking at 24 by 7 monitoring on a continuous basis there are other other kinds of things that can be done to contain the attack things like network segmentation and spamware control and better monitoring putting right level of filtering quarantining and those kind of things because the biggest challenge is when a malware comes into your environment and when a user basically clicks on it, that is one of the biggest challenges. And today, I think the biggest and weakest link within enterprises is the professional who essentially is not trained and who is not aware of what something like this can do. While the organization can cleanse, can essentially scrub at uh, the gateway level, and but there are things that will still creep in. And if those kind of things creep in at the last mile, uh, what does the end user basically do? Uh, like the very basic remediation that's being suggested in this case is you have to patch and this patch was released two months back as a high risk critical vulnerability that needs to be patched especially one that the NSA is known to have exploited so there's an APT group that is exploiting this vulnerability and it's so easily weaponized uh, why is it that it's taken so long and people still haven't patched it what are some of the patching challenges that you see in the Indian context 
Biggest challenge uh, from an India perspective, I think, is licensing. Uh, when you do not okay. uh, have the right level of licensing, then you cannot go to a Microsoft website or you cannot go to a provider's website and basically download the patch. So let me structure that particular response in multiple ways. As I said, yes, licensing is definitely an issue and piracy is still a challenge here. If that were not the case, then I don't believe organizations like the large publishers would actually go after organizations to manage licensing. And in absence of licensing when an organization cannot really go online and download or apply that particular patch because there's a certain level of validation then there's going to be an issue in terms of patching it up that is one second is the ability to do robust patch management within the enterprise and which is only getting that much more complex with the advent of cloud mobile and others and even without that particular environment I don't believe there's significant investment that is basically happening within the organizations and I think if you look at most organizations or at least from a trending perspective what we've seen take almost like three to four months before they can actually perform a patch and the reason for that is essentially they are not really part of beta programs they're not part of early uh, implementations and whereby they have to test out these particular patches only as and when they come out and the testing usually takes them around four to six weeks before they can actually launch the uh, patches itself and after that running the patch across the organization take that much more longer and and then the aspect of security investment where while we continue to have these kind of challenges and continue to have these exposures, I don't believe the security investment has kept in line with the threat landscape that we currently have. And I think the CISOs are being with their hands behind their back, they're being asked to climb the wall. So I think it's uh, all important factors for us to really uh, consider. And I think it also we need to be very cognizant of the fact that cybersecurity is one of the hardest skills right now in the marketplace and organizations are losing professionals left, right, and center. And so there's also a lack of professionals in organizations to basically manage. So Sri, the final question here is something that was as simple as applying a patch and that could have prevented this worldwide epidemic. And it obviously means that security practitioners aren't really doing their job properly. So as a security leader, what do you feel is the one big uh, lesson for the industry from this worldwide attack? If you think this is an epidemic, then I think uh, we then need to possibly wait for the apocalypse because I think there's a lot more that is going to come in this particular space. I believe that this is a awakening call and I think it's a good strong warning to organizations as to what can happen and what can really ripple through the worldwide economy essentially because the threat actors itself are becoming much more complex and are organized and are becoming that much more effective because if you just look at the effect of this and the number of countries that it has affected is going to be a bigger challenge and if we start looking at our ATMs if we start looking at our public point of sale terminals if we start looking at our traffic signals if we start looking at our smart cities that we're talking about I think this is just tip of the iceberg and I think it's going to be that much more important for us to really rethink cyber security I would summarize and say I think it's important for organizations to take a view on uh, what has happened right now and not bury their heads in the sand like an ostrich hoping that the problem will go away the problem is only going to become complicated and with the advent of digital newer technologies iot and others i think it, the surface area for attacks is only increasing that much more so i think it would be a message to all ceos cxos cso's and cybersecurity professionals is essentially to spend the time and energy understanding what your security posture is understand what are your vulnerabilities and work towards having the right 
right level of security investments to basically make sure that you are protected and are not caught lying down. Sure. Thank you, Sri, for that great insight. I'm sure it'll be helpful to people as they deal with this problem going forward. Thank you so much, Varun, and I appreciate the time. So you were listening to Sri Parthasarathy, who's partner and national leader cyber risk services at Deloitte India. For ISMG in Asia, this is Varun Haran. Thank you for listening.